0: Jesus said, I am the light of the world.
1: Anyone who follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life.
0: If I say, let the darkness cover me and the light around me turn to night, darkness is not too dark for you, O God.
1: The night is as bright as the day. Darkness and light to you are both alike. I enjoy you to invite you to join me in our unison reading, which you will find printed in your bulletins. O oh, gracious light, pure brightness of the eternal Creator in heaven, O oh, Jesus Christ, holy and blessed, now as we come to the setting of the sun and our eyes behold your Vesper light, we sing your praises, Holy God, one in Trinity. You are worthy at all times to be praised by happy voices, O Christ of God, O giver of life, and to be glorified through all the worlds. Our first scripture reading this evening comes from Paul's first letter to the Corinthians. For I received from the Lord what I also handed on to you, that the Lord Jesus on the night when he was betrayed, took a loaf of bread, and when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, This is my body that is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink the cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Here ends the reading.
0: It was the Passover. And he had been with this group for quite some time. They had been co-workers. They had gathered for the Passover meal. He knew that he would have to hand over to them the work that he'd been doing. He gathered them at the table. They shared this meal. One of them would betray him. It was the Passover and it was their last supper together. They didn't remember it very well for a while. They didn't understand what was going on until two of them were walking on the road to Emmaus. And as they walked, he walked beside them. And they went inside and had him stay for a while and share in a meal. And as they broke bread, they recognized him. Paul, many years later, many suppers in remembrance of him later, writes to the small struggling church in Corinth. And he writes to them and he says this thing, he he institutes the words, puts them down in writing so they can be remembered. And he says this, he says, I Hand on to you what has been handed on to me. It had come down from that last supper through those two on the road to Emmaus to a few gathered here and there. It had come along, handed on, and it came all the way to Paul. And then Paul handed on to the people at Corinth And he told them the story and how they were to eat it and what they were to do and the words that Jesus had instituted and said and they handed it on and they ate it. And that struggling church at Corinth, a fighting little feisty group, they and the church in Galatia and the church in Philippi and the one in Rome and one here and there and in Jerusalem and elsewhere, they handed it on and they handed it on to the next one and the next one and the next one and the next. And it handed down across the centuries, around the world, all over everywhere. It's been handed down until tonight when it is handed over to us. So before we begin, let us take just a moment and look back down that long line of hands passing it on. Look at them over here in the in the Philippines, not in Philippi, in 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 Malawi, in, in in Maine, in Massachusetts, in in Madagascar. Look at them handing it on one to another, gathered around a table, remembering the words of Jesus, eating this bread and drinking this cup, words instituted and handed down. The the wonderful word in Greek about handing it down is translated in the Latin version, and the word is traditio, tradition. It is the tradition given to us. Do you see the long line going all the way back to that Passover meal, that last supper? Now turn the other way and look into the future (sighs) for years and places and generations yet to come. They will have been handed on by us. Our little hands would have touched and made a difference and passed it on to them. Whoever they are, wherever they are, all the way into the future until, as Paul says, Jesus comes. Come, Lord Jesus, come.
2: When it was evening, he took his place with the 12 disciples. And while they were eating, he said, Truly I tell you, one of you will betray me. And they became greatly distressed and began to say to him, one after another, Surely not I, Lord. He answered, The one who has dipped his hand into the bowl with me will betray me. The Son of Man goes as it is written of him, but woe to that one by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would have been better for that one not to have been born. Judas, who betrayed him, said, Surely, not I, Rabbi. He replied, you have
3: said so
4: then jesus said to them you will all fall away because of me this night for it is written i will strike the shepherd and the shepherd and the sheep of the flock will be scattered but after i am raised up i will go ahead of you to galilee peter said to him even if all fall away because of you I will never fall away. Jesus said to him, truly I tell you, this very night, before the cock crows, you will deny me three times. Peter said to him, even though I must die with you, I will not deny you. And so said all the disciples.
2: He came out and went, as was his custom, to the Mount of Olives, and the disciples followed him. When he reached the place, he said to them, Pray that you may not come into the time of trial. Then he withdrew from them, about a stone's throw, he knelt down and prayed, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me, yet not my will, but yours be done. Then an angel from heaven appeared to him and gave him strength In his anguish, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down on the ground.
5: They went to a place called Gethsemane, and he said to his disciples, sit here while I pray. He took with him Peter and James and John, And began to be distressed and agitated. And he said to them, My soul is deeply grieved, even to death. Remain here and keep awake. And going a little farther, he threw himself on the ground and prayed that, if it were possible, the hour might pass from him. He said, Abba, Father, for you all things are possible. Remove this cup from me. Yet not what I want, but what you want. He came and found them sleeping. And he said to Peter, Simon, are you asleep? Could you not keep awake for one hour? Keep awake and pray that you may not come into the time of trial. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. And again he went away and prayed, saying the same words. And once more he came and found them sleeping. For their eyes were very heavy and they did not know what to say to him he came a third time and said to them are you still sleeping and taking your rest enough the hour has come the son of man is betrayed into the hands of sinners
3: after jesus had spoken these words he looked up to heaven and said father The hour has come. Glorify your son so that the son may glorify you since you have given him authority over all people to give eternal life to all whom you have given him. And this is eternal life that they may know you the only true God and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. I glorified you on earth by finishing the work that you gave me to do. So now, Father, glorify me in your own presence with the glory that I had in your presence before the world existed. I have made your name known to those whom you gave me from the world. They were yours and you gave them to me, and they have kept your
6: word." I am not asking you to take them out of the world, but I ask you to protect them from the evil one. They do not belong to the world, just as I do not belong to the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Your word is truth. As you have sent me into the world, so I have sent them into the world. And for their sakes, I sanctify myself so that they also may be sanctified in truth. I ask not only on behalf of these, but also on behalf of those who believe in me through their word, that they may all be one. As you, Father, are in me, and I am in you, May they also be in us, so that the world may believe that you have sent me. The glory that you have given me, I have given them, so that they may be one as we are one.
1: Then the soldiers led him into the courtyard of the palace, that is, the governor's headquarters, and they called together the whole cohort And they clothed him in a purple cloak, and after twisting some thorns into a crown, they put it on him, and they began saluting him, Hail, King of the Jews! They struck his head with a reed, spat upon him, and knelt down in homage to him. After mocking him, they stripped him of the purple cloak and put his own clothes on him. Then they led him out to crucify him. They compelled a passerby who was coming in from the country to carry his cross. It was Simon of Cyrene, the father of Alexander and Rufus. Then they brought Jesus to the place called Golgotha, which means place of the skull. And they, they offered him wine mixed with myrrh, but he did not take it. And they crucified him and divided his clothes among them casting lots to decide which ones each should take. It was nine o'clock in the morning when they crucified him. The inscription of the charge against him read, The King of the Jews. And with him they crucified two rebels, one on his right and one on his left. Those who passed by derided him, shaking their heads and saying, Ah, you who would destroy the temple and build it again in three days, save yourself. Come down from the cross. In the same way, the chief priests, along with the scribes, they were also mocking him among themselves and saying, He saved others, he cannot save himself. Let the Messiah the King of Israel, come down from the cross now so that we may see and believe. Those who were crucified with him also taunted him.
0: When it was noon, darkness came over the whole place until it was three in the afternoon. At 3 o'clock, Jesus cried out with a loud voice, Eloi! Eloi, lama sabachthani! Which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? when some of the bystanders heard it, they said, listen, he's asking for Elijah. And then someone went and lifted a sponge filled with sour wine and put it on his lips, saying, what he has done let it be then Jesus gave another loud cry and breathed his last and the curtain of the temple was torn in two separating heaven and earth Then the centurion who was watching said, seeing the way he died, seeing the way he breathed his last, surely this was the Son of God.